This is the Calm Down Podcast, a weekly reminder that we all have to take it one day at a time in our journeys, check up on our friends, and observe simple cuts. There are three segments to this podcast, which are the issues segment, where a topic is brought to the table and tackled, the reality check segment, where we check up on each other, and finally, the common sense rule segment, where we are reminded of simple cuts that we might have forgotten or oblivious to. I am your host, Viola Ekene. Welcome to episode 5 of the podcast. Thank you so much for sticking with me up until episode 5. I hope you've been loving all the podcast episodes. And in today's episode, that is in episode 5 rather, we are going to be handling so many beautiful things. I'll be starting off with the very first segment, which is the issues segment. And this topic I'm about to handle right now is one that we've one way, in one way or the other encountered. We've had struggles with it. We've, because of, you know, what people will say. And this is something a lot of people, a lot of young people, especially in their 20s, that are still trying to find their career career paths are struggling with. And I feel it is quite pertinent to discuss this on the show because we really need to learn to take it one day at a time. We really need to learn that we are quite enough, not just quite, we are enough. We have so much, so much enough. So the topic for today's issue segment is go with the flow. I'm going to repeat the topic. The topic is go with the flow. So this actually wasn't the um, topic I planned for this segment. just like the topic says, go with the flow. So I was watching WhatsApp status update and I came across this particular um, thing my friend posted on her status. And this inspired this episode. We had quite a lot of conversations with it and this inspired the topic of this episode. So I'm just going to read Ice Cream Grab It and I've asked her for permission. And she, of course, she said we should I should go ahead and share it that many people out there need to know. So um, this is what she wrote on her WhatsApp status. And I quote, I think one of the most difficult decisions to make is career path, especially when you are good at a couple of things, which is nowhere close to what you studied. But then what you studied is a good cause. But as a creative, you still want to explore your creative side. But it's as if no one understands. The worst is when you don't even understand what they are advising you to do. Hashtag story of my life. And then she also went ahead to um, rant. And she also said, and then you go on social media. Everyone is also giving you advice on what you should be doing in your 20s and all. Learn skills, learn to follow God's voice, follow your passion, monetize, start a business, get mentors, focus on one thing, think outside the box, be creative, be fearless, go for your dreams and so many good stuff. It's scary guys, honestly. So this is something that a lot of young people struggle with. I don't know if you've ever had that feeling of when you go online and then you see someone like your age mate or someone around your age bracket doing so much, you know, achieving so much, doing a lot of things and it seems as if what you're doing is not enough. It seems as if that um, dream in your heart that you're working on, that you're putting in so much energy, it's not getting the much needed attention. Or let's say you are someone, let's just say you're someone that is so multi-passionate. That is, you can do quite a lot of things. You you have different capabilities. You are very, very versatile. But then again, you go on social media because almost everybody's on social media. And whether you like it or not, social media has a way of influencing your thought pattern. It has a way of also influencing the way you see and view life. So you go on social media and then you see posts 
boost from the people you admire, people that have made it quote and unquote, and they keep on telling you that you have to choose just one thing and channel all your energy to it. You have to choose just one thing and focus on it. And then when you try and you try and you try, you get good at it. So I'm just, I'm, I'm here to clarify some things. And I want you after this issue segment to really take a deep breath because you're going to get off that load of societal expectations. You're going to get that load off your chest. So I'll be discussing this topic as usual in um, six different bullet points, right? Six different bullet points. And before I start off with the first bullet point I have here, I want to ask you a question. Do you remember when you were small, when you were a child and you could do so many things? Let's say you could draw as a child. You could also dance as a child. You could also um, um, speak really well as a child. You could do so many things together. Were you ever at one point bothered that I really need to focus on doing one thing? I really need to channel all my energy to doing one thing because I have to be perfect at it. So these things are always affected by the environment, probably the environment we grew up in, the people we grew up looking up to. You know, there's this post I saw on Twitter. Someone actually tweeted it and the person was reaching out to parents because she's more of like a children coach. She she works in, in a crutch or, you know, kind of like a pre-nursery school. So she was actually telling parents not to cage their children. Allow your children to explore. Allow them to do many things. If your child feels like drawing today, allow that child to draw. If your f- child tomorrow or wakes up the next two weeks and is suddenly a very good dancer, allow that child to dance. If your child wakes up like in the next three weeks and has something that picks up his or her interest and is doing so well at it, allow that child to do it. You know, and then we grow up and then we become so conscious, which is very, very natural. It's in the human nature, especially when you're growing into an adult to be very conscious of things. You, you, you So many things mold that consciousness. So many things like people's opinion, your parents' expectations, your loved ones, your uncles, your aunties, you know, all these expectations, they actually mold. And at a point, we lose consciousness of the fact that it cages us to a point where we lose our versatility, we lose our creativity. So we subject ourselves to choosing just one thing and ignoring every other thing. And one of the main reasons, especially in this part of the world, why we choose to cage ourselves and then focus on one thing is just so that we'll have job security when we graduate from schools. A lot of um, a lot of us young people can actually relate to this. You know, you 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 growing up, you've always wanted to be a soldier, or you've always wanted to be an artist, or you've always wanted to be a singer. But then growing up, your parents tell you that see, you can't get a job with this kind of talent. You have to study medicine, you have to study law, you have to study engineering just for you to be successful. And then that mindset starts to build up in you, and over time, it forms part of your personality where you now believe that this my passion or this thing I'm doing will not pay off. So you then channel your energy to something you might not even be interested in. You see yourself putting in so much effort, but it's not yielding result. All right. So this brings me to the very first bulleted point I talked about. I'm going to elaborate more on multi-passionate people. Don't get me wrong. There are people that are very good at one thing. One thing, they choose one thing or they don't even need to choose that one thing. That one thing naturally comes to them. They naturally flow with that one thing and they do so well at it. And then there are also people that are multi-passionate. They are they are good at many things. All right. They can do so many things at the same time. These people can draw, they can they can speak well, you know, they can do one thing or the other. And these three things are different channels of expressing their creativity. Now, for people like that, I need you to identify which of these two people you are, just um, the one passionate person or the multi-passionate person. Now, this kind of people, the multi-passionate people that have three 
ways of either four things that they are passionate about and they express their creativity, they channel it out through those four ways. These kind of people if you box them of this or this kind of people if you're not careful if you're this kind of person you can become very very frustrated in life why because let's say you choose to pick one out of those four things you can do really well and then you focus all your energy on it at the point you will never have peace of mind until you also bring out those three other things on the inside of you that you could also do really well all right or that you have passion for please note that you have passion for something doesn't mean that you become an expert at it immediately. At first, you might be an amateur and then with practice, you become very, very perfect. Now, I need you to identify if you are either one of these two people. When you are multi-passionate, you need to understand that you being multi-passionate doesn't make you stupid or doesn't make you less serious or not determined in life. It actually means that you have different channels of expressing one thing and all those four different channels all lead to a, to a particular purpose that is very personal to you. And that one purpose might be arts, it might be inspiring people, it might just be one thing. But those four different ways are just like four different angles or four different ways or, or channels. I'll, I'll keep on using that word because I feel it's more appropriate. Those are four different channels you can express your purpose, you can express yourself. So please, if you're multi-passionate, if you're a very multi-passionate person, please, I need you to understand that you don't have to kid yourself in a box. You don't have to always conform to societal standards. You need to discover yourself. It also has a lot to do with discovering yourself, finding out your strength, finding out your weaknesses, and knowing that, okay, this is what I can do, or these are the things that I can do, and going all in for it. So you don't have to be bothered about you just choosing just one thing and sticking strictly to it. Go with the flow. Let's say if today, because you know people that are multi-passionate, most times they don't discover that multi-passionate by, they start all the four or five things they've discovered they can do really well at once. Sometimes it comes as, first of all, maybe they start off with blogging, all right? And they start blogging today and and, and let's, let's say in the next one year, they feel like they should do a podcast, you know, a, a podcast would further express or make that expression of their blogging, uh, take it to a higher percentage. So they go into podcasting and the next day or the next one year or even next um, three months, they, they, they feel like they should start YouTube um, videos, you know, just learn to go with the flow, learn to go with the flow. How do you even discover your multi-passionate? By going with the flow. Okay, there is no formula to life. There is no written down, um, um, you know, someone just wrote a book and, you know, tells you that this is how to do it. The only manner I know that is beautiful for life is God's word, the Bible. And in the Bible, he has made it so easy for us to live a very beautiful life. So you really need to stop caging yourself and you really need to understand that there are also people that are multi-passionate. And if you are multi-passionate, please do not be hard on yourself. Do not um, restrain yourself to a box where you feel that you only have to be doing one thing to be considered successful or to be really good at something. Also, make sure that all those four things that you are doing together, that those four things you try to also be good at it. Because for you to have the grace to be able to do four things at the same time and do it well, you also have the grace to become so much better at it if you put in the work. So I need you to also understand this. I'm going over to the second bullet point I have here, which is go with the flow and explore. I'm going to expand this 
right now because we we fail to understand something your life is not a is is not a competition you're not in competition with anybody you first of all need to have that at the back of your mind and you need to understand that what makes us beautiful and versatile as human beings is that innate desire in us to explore different um, gifts, different talents, all right? You need to learn to go with the flow, all right? If you feel like doing this or exploring this area of your creativity today, then by all means, explore it. You don't owe anybody explanations. You don't owe, any, owe anybody, you know, a, a review or a letter or, or a, a memo on how you should be living your life. You should learn to go with the flow. You should learn to also explore. Do the things that you love. You see, your, your success or your wealth are always tied to those things that you love doing. So what is that one thing that whenever you're doing, you find so much um, fulfillment, you're always so happy. It doesn't seem like work to you. Look at that thing closely. Take time to actually internalize and look at that thing very well. You see that your success and your wealth is attached to that thing. So please learn to go with the flow and explore. And then the third bullet point is see what you take in on social media, all right? Choose what relates and applies to your personality. Let me tell you something. It's not everybody you should be following on social media. Listen to this. Before you take advice from someone, be sure that you and that person's values align. Because people, what molds people's values in life are the things they've gone through, their environment, their upbringing, their friends, different factors. So make sure that when you want to take advice from someone, you take out time to study them to make sure that the values, your values align together. Or else, if that person gives you an advice based on how he sees life that is very different from yours and you take that advice, it might not work for you and you end up regretting it. So that is the same way we should also handle social media. The fact that it's called social media where you get to meet new people doesn't mean you should not create and have boundaries for yourself. See what you take in on social media and that also has to do with saving the kind of people that you follow, right? And it, it, it has made it so easy. These social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, you know, Twitter, it has made it's so easy that before you click the follow button or let's say you come across a page that you were never following before before you click the follow button you can scroll and look at previous uploads by that person look at their captions look at the kind of pictures they take and see if this person relates or their values align with yours if they don't please you're not you're not trying to impress anybody either the person is going to come and fight you the person doesn't even know you came to his or her page for a platform like instagram Instagram will only give you the insights that, okay, 305 people came to um, saw your profile or checked out your profile. They don't go ahead and list the name of those profiles. And even if they list it, would the person uh, um, start shouting or calling you out for not following them? You owe nobody that. So please learn to see the people you follow on social media. Learn to see what you're taking on social media. Now that I've told you that there are two types of people, the people that are passionate about one thing and the people that are, pas that are passionate 
and can um, take action and do quite a lot of things. So if you find out that you are someone that is multi-passionate, for instance, and the people you've been following are people that are always hammering on the need for you to choose and focus on one thing. Before you unfollow that person, probably there are also other values, other things that you're learning from that person. That is why I said see, right? It's not everything you see on social media you should take hook, line, and sinker. So if that person you're following maybe has 90% of the kind of energy you need in your life and just 10% of the kind of energy you don't need in your life, then by all means follow that person. But if that person doesn't have the kind of energy that or vibes you need to have around you, please unfollow that person. Social media has a way of unconsciously influencing us. See, I used to be this kind of person that would say, mm, all these things on online don't get to me. It won't influence the way I behave. But I, 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 I really thank God and I'm so grateful that I'm this kind of person that is actually very um, self-evaluating. Um, I, I actually took, took out time to evaluate myself and I realized that, oh my God, all these things have been affecting me, especially my mental health, and I decided to take a break. No one is above a break. So make sure that you see what you take in on social media. Follow people that have the same values as you. Choose what relates and applies to your type of personality. Let's be guided, please. Another bullet point here is make mistakes and try again. Naturally, as human beings, we all have tendencies to always want to be perfect. We all have tendencies to always want to do something once and do it right. But my dear, that is not the reality of life. What makes life actually beautiful and what what draws you closer to your success are failures. Because it is when you fail that your weakness becomes so glaring and you can see it clearly and then you start working on that thing so you can get better. So when you make a mistake, do not dwell on it. Yes, it's, 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 it's very okay for you to cry. It is very okay. If you feel like crying, please cry. If you, if you feel like shouting, please shout. But make sure that after crying, make sure that after falling, you pick something up while you stand up. Okay? Picking something up simply means learning from the mistakes you made you made learning the reason why you fell and then choosing not to fail fail again so and don't be surprised when after making that mistake and you choose to correct it and you fail again please keep on trying like i said you're not in competition with anyone we all have our individual timings we all have our individual timings and when you understand that there are times and there are seasons when you understand this you know that there there is nothing that you're doing that is in vain. So far, you are channeling your energy. So far, you are channeling your creativity towards the right thing, towards what you know gives you joy doing, towards what you know and you feel deep down on the inside of you is your purpose and what you came to this world to do. Then at the right time, when it's your season, when it's your time, you are definitely going to get that big break you are always, you've, you've always been looking forward to. Another um, angle to this topic pick that is another um, bullet point I have yet which is the second to the last one is you later see why they are connected to your purpose now a lot of times if you listen to me very well you know that I've been saying it's all tied to your purpose but then there is this stage of your life where you keep asking yourself what is really my purpose everybody seems to have figured out their purpose everybody especially when you go online or people your friends or your acquaintances everybody seems to have figured got out their purpose and are walking towards it, trying to live it out. What actually is my purpose? If someone asks me right now, what is my purpose? What would I say is my purpose? 
If you're in that stage in your life right now where it's not clear to you, I need you to understand that it's not something you have to force in. It's not something you have to rush. Your purpose are tied to the things that give you joy while you are doing it. Your purpose are tied to the things that give you a certain level of peace and happiness while doing them. There are so many things out there. There are so many people out there rather that are doing so many things. Things that even when they tell you, I feel like this is my purpose or this is my purpose. You'd be like, wow, really? But they find so much happiness in it. That is what makes us beautiful as human beings in all our diversities. We all have diverse purposes. So your purpose is not something you have to force or you have to just dedicate two weeks to it and crack your heads out. Go with the flow. Go with the flow. Anything that you are doing that gives you so much joy, that gives you so much happiness, that thing is also your purpose. It is your purpose. It is part of your purpose. You know, your purpose is so much like a broad picture that has um, so many, so many sides to it. There are so many sides to it, but it's all tied to the same thing. So I need you to understand that there is no big formula to discovering your purpose. It's not something you have to go and um, um, isolate yourself for a whole year just to discover your purpose. Your purpose is simply in the things that God has put in you, the desire to do. Simple. That's just it. So it's not something you have to kill yourself over and over again. And then finally, don't try to figure it all out. I am so guilty of this. Honestly, I am so guilty of this. I've had moments where I've tried to figure everything out, tried to have everything at my fingertips, but then... I am human and I don't know anything. I don't I don't know everything rather. I'm not someone that you know should know everything or should figure everything out. We are all striving towards perfection. We are learning day by day. So I need you to also know that you don't need to have it all figured out before you even do anything, before you start. Nobody has it ever all figured out. Even that person you look up to, even your role model, even your pastor, even your mentor, they don't have it all figured out too. That is the beauty of life. Because if we all have it all figured out, then we become very lazy and we become very possessive and very greedy. Because, okay, you you know how you're going to do this. You figured everything out. So you just do a very lazy walk or you tend to look down on others because you feel you figured everything out. That is the beauty of life. You should go with the flow. It is every single step of the way that you learn to fit all the puzzles together. That is what makes life beautiful. In as much as life can be difficult at times, it is that difficulty and um, that, um, I'm looking for the right word to describe this, but your ability not to know what tomorrow brings <laughs> is what makes life beautiful and is what makes God also beautiful because he knows that we don't have it all figured out but then he knows tomorrow and he has a way he always has a way of making everything work together for our good so I need you to also understand that so that is all for the issue segment I'm going to run through all the angles I brought to this topic that is the points that I listed out first of all I reminded us or I explained the two types of people out there first we have the people that are passionate about one thing and the people that are passionate about multiple things about four things five things and we talked about how um this can go a long way in affecting the way you see yourself you know how your environment your upbringing and everything affects it and how you should also learn to understand that whatever way you are passionate on it or in whatever dimension you are passionate it's 
that thing that is connected to your purpose and is what makes you beautiful. Learn to explore. And then the second point I handled was go with the flow and explore, which is very self-explanatory. And then um, see what you take in on social media. Please make sure you choose what relates and applies to your personality. And before you seek for someone's advice, take your time to study them and find out if your values and dares align. Studying them is not something that is hectic to do. It might, let's say, it might, it might be the way the person um, talks. It might be, you just listen to that person talk. Have a conversation with that person. Then you have a glimpse of what goes on in their mind. It's as simple as that. And also, I also talked about you making mistakes and try again. There is absolutely nothing wrong in making mistakes hundreds of times and then falling, uh, falling and then getting up. What actually makes the difference is your ability to learn from your mistakes and try again. Because why? You cannot come and kill yourself. Simple. And then the second and the last one is you later see that connected to your purpose and that was where I tried to explain that you finding out what your purpose is is not something that you have to shut yourself out or bother so much your purpose are connected your purpose in life actually rather is connected to your desires um, those little nudgings in your heart that God has put there in one way or the other those things are your purpose and your purpose is something like a big picture that has so many sides to it and those sides are all connected to one thing leaving out your purpose and then finally don't try to figure figure it all out nobody nobody is perfect nobody knows everything it's only god that knows everything that is why he's our soccer that is why we always have to rely on him so that's all for the issue segment i hope you learned something please if you learned something um please make sure to let me know um you can drop that as a comment or rather you can even dm um our podcast page on Instagram. That is the underscore calm underscore down underscore podcast. So let's head over to the second segment, which is the reality check segment. Um, the reality check segment, I actually have a mail here and this mail is from anonymous. So this person wants us to keep him or her anonymous. So this is what the mail <clears throat> This is the content of the mail. So, hi, Viola. I know this sounds crazy, but I'm really jealous of my best friend. Don't get me wrong, please. I love her, but it seems she is becoming more successful and recognized than I am. I started my business before hers. I also re, re- evaluate and re-strategize myself so I know I'm not lazy but she just started a few months ago and she's already doing so well. I'm writing to you because I know this feeling is wrong. She's my best friend and I should be supporting her but not get and not getting jealous. Do you think I'm a bad person and what do I do? First of all I need you to understand that you did the right thing by actually reaching out and I admire your courage so much. Not everybody going through this kind of thing can actually reach reach out to someone to help them or will even recognize it as something that is wrong. Some people are so careless with the things they allow into their mind, with the seeds they allow to grow in their mind. And I really appreciate your courage for recognizing that this seed is something that you need to uproot immediately. All right. I also need you to understand that it is absolutely natural to feel jealous it is absolutely natural to feel jealous of someone. You know, there is nobody in this world that will tell me that in one way or the other, 
unconsciously you've never felt a little pang of jealousy towards someone. But what makes the difference is your ability to handle that jealousy. Jealousy is a natural feeling and I need you to know that it's normal. So there is nothing wrong with you for feeling like that. What makes you beautiful there? You that wrote, uh, reached out to us, what makes you beautiful is that you were able to recognize that if I allow this jealousy to grow, it's going to affect me and you love your best friend so much. So thank you once again so much for reaching out to me. So this is what I advise that you do. First of all, um, I don't know who, who did I don't know the type of person your friend is. I don't know how your friend sees, you know, the kind of mentality mentality your friend has. But I'm going to advise you not to talk to her about this feeling you are going through. Unless, unless you have to be so 100% sure that she's the kind of person that when you talk to it, when you talk to her about it, she'll be so mature to handle it. But if you're not sure, please do not talk to her about it. And I need you to do some things that are that will kill that jealousy you know that is beginning to sprout out and grow up in your mind so first of all if she is doing so well call her congratulate her tell her that you're so proud of her that you're happy for her that you're happy that she's doing so well and that she's putting in so much work and then that yielding results tell her Praise her and let her know that she is amazing and she's doing so well. Do you know what you've done by actually calling her to tell her contrary to the way you feel? One, you have an innocent mind towards her. It just happens that the human nature in you came out to manifest to that point of jealousy. So you calling her to tell her these things, it's like a counter-attack. It's like the opposite of what is going on in your mind. So naturally, that jealousy will start to dwindle, right? So please call her, congratulate her, not just once. If she does something right or she, she, you see her use a particular strategy and it comes out so well, praise her and encourage her and support her. Your support might, might just be, you know, just helping her to promote whatever she's doing, either on your WhatsApp status, on your Insta stories, or even on Twitter, or any social media platform you are more active on. These are the little supports that when you give out to her, you naturally kill that jealousy that is about to um, sprout up into something else on the inside of you. And I also need you to understand that you should watch your heart and your thoughts. The Bible said something. The Bible said, out of your heart flows the issues of life, right? Please learn to understand that your mind is a very powerful place. Your mind is a very fertile ground. And if you're not someone that notices something and starts to attack it, just like this amazing person that reached out to us did right now, then it's going to affect you. So please watch your your heart, watch the thoughts. Whenever you start feeling that jealousy, do you start thinking? Do you start thinking about it? Do you start overthinking? Do you start um, um, rummaging through the thoughts? When the thoughts come in, try to take your mind off it. You have absolute power over your mind. You have absolute dominion over what you choose to let in. So watch your heart, watch your thoughts, because whatever you allow to continue to grow in your mind, you eventually. Um, come out through your actions because out of the mouth, right? Or out of the heart flows out the issues of life. I don't know, I'm just paraphrasing. But please make sure that you watch your heart, watch your mind, watch what also 
goes into your heart, especially towards this feeling you're having for your friend. And of course, the Holy Spirit is a very beautiful person. God is so beautiful, I tell you. I've actually experienced this and I know what it feels like to be having jealousy over someone you should not be jealous of. Jealous of. You should never be jealous of anybody. Like in in the wrong way, don't get me wrong. Like in the negative way, right? It's it's a very very bad seed and seed, and you don't even need anybody to tell you that it's bad. You know it's bad because it will trigger off a lot of frustrations on your own side, and you don't even know when you start to act them out. But trust me, in those kind of situations when I felt that way, I talked to God about it. I felt God see, I don't like this way. I'm feeling towards my friend. I know this is wrong, and this seed is not of you. Please help me to be the best version of yourself, of myself. In addition to what I've advised you to do, the Holy Spirit will also guide you and lead you to what you should do according to your type of person, your personality. One thing I love about the Holy Spirit is he works with us in accordance to the kind of person that we are. So he doesn't impose himself on us. He works with us. That is one amazing thing about him. So I need you to understand that. Talk to God about it. And I hope this helps. Please, 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 please. Um, She didn't just ask this question for me alone to answer. She's straining it out to the whole community. So please drop one or two words of advice for her. She really needs it for him or her. I don't know why I just assumed it's her. God. (laughs) Please drop one or two words of advice for him or her. This person really needs it. All you have to do is to go to our Instagram handle at the underscore calm underscore down underscore podcast and drop your advice. And then finally to the common sense rule segment, common sense rule segment. This is where we learn to have you know, common sense. You know, there are some cuts that we don't know. Honestly, there are some things we shouldn't be telling people. Either we don't know or we are insensitive to it or we're not going through something that person is going through. So we don't know how to talk to people. So this segment is actually where you are reminded that you have to observe simple cuts that you might have forgotten or you don't even know at all. So in this particular segment, here are 10 things you should never say to someone that is depressed or that opened up to you that he or she is depressed. Number one, you need deliverance. Don't try it. Don't ever say that to someone. Number two, why don't you just grow up? It's very wrong. Do not say that to anybody. Number three, you have so many things to be thankful for. Why are you depressed? Number four, happiness is a choice. Number five, there is always somebody worse off than you are. Number six, have you been praying or reading the Bible? Number seven, you don't look depressed. Eight, you are just looking for attention. Number nine, depression is a symptom of your sin against God. Jesus, why would you say that to someone? And then finally, nobody is responsible for your depression. Let me let you know one thing about depression. You see, most people when they are depressed, they don't even know they are depressed. So for someone to recognize that he or she is depressed and then someone's the courage to walk up to you and open up to you, you should really, really be careful on the words you you use on that person. I advise you ask the Holy Spirit for wisdom on words you should use on that person because if you're not careful, you worsen the situation. And there are things that you should never say to someone, whether they're depressed or whether they're not depressed. Probably someone is going through something and that person tells you that thing. It might not be depression. And then you tell that person that um, 
you need deliverance. Please stop these things. Stop these things. We should learn as we grow. We shouldn't just be growing body-wise or look tall. We shouldn't just be growing beauty-wise. We should also grow mind-wise. We should also grow common sense-wise. All right, let's all learn to stop these things. And please, please, please understand that people are going through a lot of things out there that they might choose to open up to you or about or choose not to open up to you. So for someone to open up to you about something that he or she is going through, it requires a lot of courage. So also be careful on the words you use on them, how you act towards them. Um, if it's something, especially when it comes to depression, please, if you don't know what to say to that person, refer that person to a therapist. In fact, I advise you refer that person to a therapist. Don't use your tongue. There is power in the tongue. Do not use your tongue to complicate issues for that person. It is absolutely, absolutely wrong. So that is all for the Common Sense Rules segment. And that is all for episode five of the Countdown podcast. Thank you so much for listening to this point. I really, really appreciate you. Thank you so much. Um, And also thank you for being a part of this podcast community. So until episode six, I love you so much. Thank you so much for listening to this point. I hope you learned a whole lot. If you want to receive updates on new episodes, you can subscribe to my newsletter by clicking the link in the description box. We are also on social media. You can follow the Countdown podcast on Instagram at the underscore calm underscore down underscore podcast. And you can like our Facebook page at the Countdown podcast and also join our Facebook group, Countdown podcast community. You can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram at viola underscore ekene v-i-o-l-a underscore e-k-e-n-e so is there anything bothering you that you need my opinion and that of the community on before making a decision for the reality check segment please please send a mail to ekene viola at gmail.com e-k-e-n-e v-i-o-l-a ekene viola at gmail.com or send a direct message to our podcast instagram handle at the calm down podcast that is v underscore calm underscore down underscore podcast you can also check out my blog at www.iswordmybeauty.com again www.iswordmybeauty.com for amazing beauty lifestyle and interview contents this podcast is also available to listen on apple google podcast spotify pocket cast breaker radio public listen notes and other podcast listening platforms out there once again i'm your host viola ekene thank you so much for listening and love you